Hey, welcome back to Beyond the Rings. My name is Jeff Wells, and I have the great privilege of being a part of taking the gospel to the world gathered in Olympic Hall cities for the last 20 years at 10 different Olympics. Today, I want to share with you about the first time God took me to Beijing in 2008. In fact, it was the first time I'd ever been to Asia. I didn't know much about Asia, had my stereotypical understanding as a Westerner, um, an American, um, but knew it was going to be a radically different experience. It's the summer of 2008. By this time, it would have been my um, one, third, Olympic, uh, third summer Olympic outreach and my fifth Olympic outreach overall, and uh, but yet my first Asian trip. And so... A lot of interesting things happened during the Beijing 2008 um, Olympic outreach. I want to tell you about one that really sticks out in my mind in this session. I've often described the Olympic ministry outreach as Acts 1-8 all in one place. And here's kind of where that really began to flourish in my mind, in my heart, and in my experience in sharing the gospel at the Olympics. You may or may not recall, um, Beijing 08 was kind of the, the premiere of um, Michael Phelps' uh, popularity in swimming. And um, as I've shared in previous Olympic uh, podcasts, we don't always get to go to events. That's not why we're there. But occasionally we do um, go to some events. So much of it depends on ticket availability uh, financial ability, because that's always above and beyond what we raise. Um, that's not included in any of our um, basic Olympic ministry outreach expenses. And so it can make being a part of Olympic events um, out of reach. And so this particular day, um, I had found that a couple of my team members did have tickets to a preliminary um, swim event in Olympic Park at the um, water cube. And so I thought, hey, it'd be kind of fun to do that. Uh, I think I'm going to see if I can go find a ticket as well. So I make my way uh, to Olympic Park and um, just outside Olympic Park and outside the water cube where there is a large crowd of, of people gathered who are scalping tickets. And that's a, that's a that's an overarching term, but basically they had tickets available and they were selling them. And that's up until recently uh, was an easy way for us to secure tickets for events that was both um, accessible and oftentimes fairly reasonably priced. And that's what happened on this day. It was a preliminary, preliminary event. Phelps was not swimming in it. So it wasn't hard um, to get a ticket. But the problem was I'm in China. I don't know Mandarin. I don't know Cantonese. I know English. But most everybody that I'm seeing down there selling tickets are Chinese. And I just happened to spot a couple of guys who were Caucasian. They were white guys like me. And I walk up to them, uh, discover that, yeah, they, they have some tickets for the swim event, and they're, they're trying to sell them. And so we, we, we haggle about the price of the ticket, make a deal, paying for the ticket, I get the ticket. And so before I leave, I'm like, this is an opportunity for a gospel conversation. And of course, it's very natural being halfway around the world, 
speaking to another American. I, I didn't know it was American at the time, but at least another English speaking person. Where are you from? We're from America. Oh, so am I. Um, and they're like, yeah, we kind of figured that. And I'm like, so where at in America are you from? They're like, well, we're from Missouri. I'm like, so am I. We're at Missouri. Well, you probably don't know. It's, it's a little um, place just north of St. Louis called Blackjack. So Blackjack, Missouri is a, um, it's a suburb of, of North St. Louis County, which borders literally across the street from Florissant, Missouri, where I was pastoring at the time. And so I literally went from St. Louis, Missouri to Beijing, China to encounter two guys, buy a ticket from them for an Olympic event and share the gospel with them. And they lived five minutes from where I was a pastor at a church in their area. Now, I don't know about you, but that's the kind of stuff that just doesn't make sense on paper. That's the kind of things that there's no rhyme or reason. There is no reasonable explanation from a worldly perspective for that type of encounter. And you may say, well, well Jeff, you're kind of making a lot of that. I mean, it's just a, it's just a coincidence. Well, just think about all the things that have to fall in line. The, the I, I'm not, I don't math. <laughs> so I can't imagine the probability of all the different things that had to align just perfectly for that encounter to happen. And yet it did. And that encounter just solidified for me a couple of important things. One is as a Christ follower, and this may seem like an odd thing to say, but I think it's so important to say as a Christ follower, oftentimes we may be tempted to think, hey, nobody knows me here. I can live like the world. I can be like the prodigal son and just do stupid things and sinful things and dishonor my Lord and um, dishonor myself and my family and my church and et cetera, et cetera. And the enemy will tempt us whatever that weakness is in our lives. He's good at that. It's what he does. So it reminded me that while the world, maybe 300 million people, 300, uh, no, what is it? 7 billion people. The United States is 300 million people. The world is 7 billion people with a B. And here I am in China, which is over a billion people. I'm still known. Not because there's anything special about me, not because I'm popular or famous. But because I'm a child of the God, uh, of the King, I'm God's son through faith in his son, Jesus Christ. I'm adopted through faith into the family of God. And because of that, I'm always a witness. I'm always an example. That's one of the most powerful things that that taught me. And the second thing is that we are called to be God witnesses for Christ. Jesus said that we would be his witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And it's because we're empowered by the Holy Spirit that we will be able to be his witness. 
And so I was reminded that God is at work utilizing us to be his witness in so many ways that we could never dream of or imagine. And I'd love to sit here today and tell you that, well, it's because I was faithful. It was because I was available. It was because, look, it was because God was being God that he gave me that opportunity. The guys didn't make decisions for Christ. There was no, you know, um, aha moment for them um, in coming to understand Christ. Um, I, I, in fact, I think they were kind of like me and they kind of taken, taken back by, whoa, man, here's a guy from my neighborhood. Who'd have thought that I'd meet some preacher from my neighborhood all the way over here in China, you know? And even if it's just for a moment, even if it was just a sea planet, they were getting a taste of how awesome, mighty, powerful, and sovereign the one true God is. And they got to hear, maybe not for the first time, but they got to hear a very clear gospel conversation, gospel story, gospel presentation of what Christ has done for them. I'd love to be able to tell you that they ended up at my church and they got saved and began to, I've never seen them again. But that moment mattered and it reminded me of how powerful God is and how he really is at work all the time no matter where we are. Thanks for tuning in this episode of Beyond the Ring Short Stories. I hope you find these stories entertaining, engaging, and and enlightening. If you'd like to know more about how you can support Beyond the Rings and our future uh, Olympic outreach opportunities, we'd love to have you partner with us. Go to beyondtherings.net, and you can check out the support page there. Until next time, I'll see you soon.